Yo, 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 yo. Welcome, welcome everybody to the Roto Slappers Fantasy Baseball Podcast. It is Monday. We are live on the Bloodline Entertainment Network coming to you with some fantasy baseball stuff today. So that means you know I'm not alone. You see him right now on your screen. You know who he is. Your indexes look behind you. Because that's where the Rangers going to be. Big Texas. Howdy. The Texas Ranger himself. What's going on, my man? What's up? What's up, Streets? How y'all doing? Or how are you doing? I'm doing good. You could say how are all of say, y'all are you? doing too. How are y'all <laughs> doing out there in the fantasy baseball world who are all tuned in? The millions and millions. Millions and millions. Millions of people watching right here live exclusively on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. So make sure... You like and subscribe below. Um, if you're not watching this on YouTube, go to YouTube and uh, like and subscribe below. And make sure that you stay tuned after Roto Slappers, as usual, with Raw Dog and it with De Niro. And then the first lady herself, JD, is going to play some video games on Twitch as well. But we're here for fantasy baseball. That's and cool. we're at my favorite point of the like real baseball season, too. Um, my favorite all-star game out of all the all-star games, the NFL doesn't count because it's so bad, but out of the NBA and MLB, my favorite all-star game is the Major League Baseball one. So I figured I'd give you almost no prep time. I told you about this earlier when I threw the curveball, but we're going to do our fantasy baseball all-star ballot selection between you and I. So we're going to punch an AL and NL team for fantasy baseball alone, and that's what we're going to do tonight. I figured that'd be a little fun. We could recap who's been basically the best overall players at each position um, since we kind of are at that point in the season anyway. So it seemed a little fun. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like you said, man, all-star game is my favorite. Funny fact, uh, I used to um, – haven't done it in a few years. But I, I used to uh, take a vacation – like planned vacation days on the day of the all-star game and the day after. Uh, I did that for like probably four or five years straight, man. At a job, I was. They always knew I was going to take that. That that was my requested days off. <laughs> if there's anyone I believe that would have taken their vacation around the Major League Baseball All Star Game, it'd be the All Star Game in the World Series. It would be you that I believe yeah. would do that. So I'm yeah. not that surprised at all <laughs> by that. Uh, before we get to some injury news and notes, we'll hit the comments up. Dylan, thank you, my man, for that awesome graphic today. Yes, uh, you're the man, bro. You're good at this, man. You're real good at this. <laughs> he makes us look good. Long him, Nick, everybody else behind the Roto Slammer scenes makes us yep. look good. They are the quality of the show. Yeah. We're just a sure. bunch of rumbling idiots. Uh, Tim, what's it's going on, my man? Thank you for tuning in as usual. We'll wait for our you-know-what. Yeah, week. yeah. Uh has did he fall off quicker? Has he been checking it? I don't know. Let's find out our fantasy baseball update from the Tim King world when we get to it. I took a sneak peek. <laughs> All right, so let's kick this off. Let's get with it. Little injury news and uh, some reports for us. Since there's probably a lot of us who catch up every Monday night in the fantasy baseball world that are tuning into this because that's what we're here for. So uh, let's do this. Jazz Chisholm, who obviously had the uh, the, the toe incident um, 
from the center field wall there when he tried to make that catch on May 13th. Activated af- He was activated off the IL today after four uh, rehab games. So big, big, big fantasy news there. Um, Jazz Chisholm, love that guy. Love him the rest of the season. So that is uh, that's nice to know. Carlos Rodon, you're got, you said it. We say it every week. You've been saying it. You've been saying it. You've been saying it. He's coming back. All-star break. Because they're going to just second half type of guy. That's what they're going to do with him. Um, mm-hmm. He says he feels ready after tossing four scoreless innings um, for double-A uh, yesterday. So awesome news there for Carlos Rodon. Uh, Aaron Judge has referred to his big toe injury as a torn ligament, further clouding obviously the potential for a return date not good huh not yeah good. that's a not little good. little worse than expected <laughs> uh julio rias struck out eight he allowed one run in four innings in a rehab start on sunday um he could actually rejoin the team and start this upcoming saturday versus the royals so that's pretty big news there for uh pitching as what do you know, Chris Taylor officially placed now on the uh, IL with right meat soreness, retroactive to Thursday in order to allow the, obviously the utility guy to heal. They say, so that's fun. Uh, Max Muncy left hamstring hamstring strain back in the lineup for Tuesday's series opener against the Rockies. So there's a little boost right there for uh, some rosters out there. Altuve again. Here we go. Here's the Astros part, Blake. <laughs> Jose Altuve out of the lineup Sunday due to a sore right heel that he suffered while legging out a bunt during Saturday's game. Is he all right? Yeah, he'll be fine, man. He'll, yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll rest him a little bit, but yeah, yeah, that was actually a good play, and then we ended up going. I'm, I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Alvarez, the oblique strain, made some progress Saturday and Sunday, um, took some swings in the batting cages. He ran and he threw and felt pretty good afterward. Yeah. So positive news there. We got a Michael Brantley update. Nah, <laughs> he's actually uh, been swinging the bat, and uh, I think does he does he have uh, minor leagues coming up? Minor league game coming up? I, I don't know about that. I just it, all I saw was cage work, um, hitting, throwing on the field, prolonged rehab from shoulder shoulder surgery. Have not seen the actual rehabs like stint yet. Okay. So, yeah, I thought I heard something on Sunday about. I could be wrong, though. Well, uh, Byron Buxton aggravated the back again, sat out yesterday. We'll sit out today also. Uh, we'll see what happens there. We got Marcus Stroman left Sunday's London Series start early due to a blister on his index finger. He lasted just three and a third innings before forced out of the game, so we'll have to monitor the blister there. We know how that can go sometimes, too. Sometimes they miss another start from that. Sometimes they're good to go. So we'll see what happens there. Chris Bryant will commence a rehab assignment with AAA Albuquerque um, on the 28th. So that's good news there for Chris Bryant. Shane McLennan, um, he exited his most recent start. Nobody wants to hear that, dude. But luckily, it's just mid-back tightness. Although the back can linger. We know that with Clayton Kershaw. Uh, but he did play catch Saturday afternoon at the Trop. So and through a, a short bullpen session on Sunday, so he's on track to start this Friday. So that's that's very very pleasant good news right there. We don't want to see anything about that because I'm sure he, Shane's going to be part of uh, this show a little bit later. 
Um, Yasmani Grandel, jaw contusion, <laughs> exited Sunday's game. That's a new injury this year. We've seen, we've heard every injury in the books, so that's a new one this season. Uh, exited Sunday's game in the fifth after taking a foul ball off the face mask. Um, precautionary move from Pedro Griffol. So we'll see. He was out of the lineup today, though. Uh, Ryan Helsey from the forearm tightness was eligible to come off the 15 day IL on Sunday, but uh, Oliver Marmol confirmed prior to game two of that London series that he's still several days away from returning to the active roster. Jack Flaherty was scratched from his scheduled start on Sunday against the Cubs in London from right hip tightness, says Marmol. Jose Quintana continues to make steady progress in his recovery from rib surgery. Uh, so we'll see. He made his third minor league rehab start um, on Sunday. We got a Brandon Woodruff <laughs> update for you here. This guy uh, who paint, who's man, he's just that's a whole. Uh, I'm not going to get into that. We're not here for that. We'll just get through the injury updates first, and then we'll get back to that. Brandon Woodruff, he threw a successful 20 pitch bullpen session on Saturday, uh, but only consisted of fastball. So, but expected to begin the process of building up pitch count nonetheless so him doing any activity is good um so we'll see where that goes you oh boy so james paxton mm-hmm. makes the oh injury you know, oh, i know almost like a uh go, circling back to the cards real quick before i get to james paxton i saw on like two days ago i, I go to set my lineup and i saw hicks had a little injury thing next to him again. And I was like, are you kidding me? We mm-hmm. just talked about it Monday. Like we know it's going to happen. Is it, did it happen that fast already that he got hurt, but then he was just sick. So yeah. he avoided this one, but I thought that was funny. Uh, anyways, James Paxton, he's feeling well after getting treatment. Um, he only lasted four innings against my white Sox on that one. Riley green stress reaction in left fibula. Uh, track pitches without swinging against Eduardo Rodriguez uh, during the latter's BP session on the 24th. So that's good. Green swings are currently limited to batting practice off coaches only for now. Yeah, he's Speak- not going to come back too soon. I, I, I'm, no. I'm hoping for him to come back. I'm, I'm, I like, I love the player, but yeah. Eduardo like- Rodriguez left index finger pulley rupture through his first full pitch uh, selection for three simulated innings without an issue uh, on Saturday. So that's good. So we'll see how he recovers from that. We got some more comments here before we get into the, uh, oh, here we go. Hmm. Big update this week, he says. Big update. So let's see. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. He got back in the win column, and I'm going to try this week and beat first place. Guarantee it. So Tim is back, and he's back paying attention to fantasy baseball. We'll see how long that lasts. So here we go. Always loved our our Tim update for fantasy baseball each week. And we got Bakley in the house. What's up? Cedric Mullins just came back. He's happy for that one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big boost there for lots of people also. But, yeah, so that, that wraps up injury news I got for that. But that being said, uh, yeah, 
so I know you, Bakley wanted me to include Yuri Perez for the for my All Star pick for fantasy baseball. It is a pretty good, it's a nice streak. Twenty one scoreless innings, no doubt about it. But uh, I didn't. I do have five starters. He is not one of them. I don't know if he just hasn't been up long enough for me yet. That's the, that's yeah. the kicker. So that's, that was the only thing. I love him, and I think he's going to be a, a great arm in that system for a long time. So let's do it. You ready? I'm ready. I'll let you kick it off. So what we'll do is, if anybody just tuning in right now to this, we are going to do fantasy baseball only all-stars. Not So these are our fantasy all-stars so far on the season. We're going to pick an, NA, an NL and an AL um, person. And... Go down each position, basically. So that's how we're going to do it. Yeah. You ready? So we'll start with catcher. So we'll just we'll start up there and we'll work our way around. And we'll end with pitching then. So catcher this this year, I mean, so far, it's kind of a surprise to me. But, I mean, I think a, a, few, a few other people would be surprised too. We got Jonah Heim in the AL for the Texas Rangers. That's who – I got starting in the NL, catcher Will Smith for your L.A. Dodgers. There's there's a little bit of a theme with the Dodgers there, but uh, those are my two uh, catchers. And uh, Adley Rushman missed about one point, man. I, I was looking at points, and Adley missed about one point. That that would have been a more exciting name. But, hey, I, I'm going – I went strictly by numbers on this. I uh, I got like Street said. I got a a, a late um, kind of warning on this while I'm at work, and I'm like, "Oh man, I gotta do this when I get off of work and look at this." And I didn't have that much time, so I just was looking at points. And you know, these guys these guys are the ones who are helping you in your leagues the most. And I'll I'll make I'll try to be different than you all the time, so we have different takes unless it's a clear cut like it has to be that guy um because for me in the nl uh i'm gonna take sean murphy as my fantasy catcher i know will smith technically is the the number one ranked player but will smith was the third he was drafted third or second for a lot of people as their catcher so he went a little further ahead of sean murphy so you got Sean Murphy at a little bit of a discount, and so far this year is hitting 290 with 12 home runs, slugging 531. So he's kind of right there, right behind uh, Will Smith. Yeah, so I kind of like a. You got a discount right there, and that's good. I mean, anybody who got Jonah Heim later, I mean, that's a score right there, dude. And Jonah Heim, yeah, I. So. I, I want to say Adley, but see, this one, like I said, we, if we could try to be different, but I think you just got to go Jonah Heim because he was not drafted. He is, he's exactly what we said to do with catcher. If you don't, although if you, I said if you don't get JT Real Muto and some of these other, like those top-end guys that have not been overly great so far to start this season, mm-hmm. if you don't get them, you just wait on it because you could find these guys. You could find a breakout catcher, right, a hot hand for most of the season. But Jonah Heim, yeah, 283. 332 OBP, slugging 42, 186 fantasy points on the season. So pretty good year. It is pretty close, though, because Adley is just the 
insane player overall, like in both aspects of the game, defensively, offensively, everything. And, uh, might be one of the, you can argue at this point, maybe the best, one of the best top two catchers in all of baseball. So it was a, uh, a tough one to pick, but Jonah Heim definitely for fantasy purposes. I agree with you. All right. Well, first, base. So first base, my AL first base is, uh, Vlad jr. Over in Toronto. Uh, there, the NL and first bases, first bases stacked <laughs> over the NL. But uh, going with uh, my, my favorite nickname for him ever, Captain Hugs, uh, Freddie Freeman over in LA, Dodger is again, again another Dodger. Uh, NL, I, I want, <laughs> and I want, I want Pete Alonso in there. He's missed some time, so that's probably why his points aren't right there with Fre- with uh, Freddie. But Freddie's have. And Freddie's had a great season. <laughs> he's he's uh I ain't got a slash numbers in front of me, but he's batting 317 with 14 homers and 48 RBIs, 10 stolen bases on top of that for the, <laughs> the big boy. Yeah. yeah, it's hard. I can't disagree. Freddie Freeman, you took him in the first round, and when you take a guy in the first round, you want first round production out of him. And he's a slam dunk bona fide <laughs> stud. Who he who hitting 300 OBP is 397 on the season as well with 14 homers and 10 stolen bases. So you're getting you're getting power speed out of a 30 what 33 year old first baseman. <laughs> so uh, that's pretty impressive. And he hits 300 uh-huh. on top of walking a little bit. So yeah, Freddie Freeman is, would be my pick for the uh, for the national league as well american league i'll be i'm different a little bit different than you i think uh i'm gonna go with yandy diaz for mine another guy you he was now he was drafted for and a lot it depends on how deep your league was i guess we could say right but Mm -hmm. for the most part he was drafted by everybody probably around 150 i think 150 140 130 range is seems to give or take on ADP a little bit, but another guy hitting 316, 400 OBP, 12 homers. He does he does not run, so you're not going to get stolen bases out of him. But everything else he's been doing has been fantastic. He has 15 doubles too. So for points leagues, guys, that's pretty big for, and he has third base eligibility, so you could put him at either corner. Yeah, and uh, Big fun fact, fun and fact. Diaz for him. Fun fact for you. He actually has a higher score right now than uh, than uh, Mad Vlad, <laughs> than Vlad Jr. I mean, yeah. So. so I don't. You don't have to use the points per se, though. You could be a little yeah. off. You don't have to like. Yeah. Well, they're close hurt, in points. That hurts me because I, I was looking at it. I didn't realize it, and I wanted to put Yandy in, in here, and uh, I just didn't. I, I mislooked, miscalculated. <laughs> it's okay. I don't yeah. really think people are going to be fretting over the fact that you voted for Vladimir Guerrero Jr. at first mm-hmm. base. Nah, probably not. Like, if you came on this show and said Jose Abreu mm-hmm. was your pick for for first base, <laughs> then maybe, uh, then maybe we'd have to have a little bit of a talk. But he's been getting some bat on the ball finally, though, and uh, t- you know, Tim went and picked him up as as soon as uh, I put him on the uh, the. Uh, 
hot or not um good bad ugly because he knew the uh the curse was coming off of him the curse was <laughs> coming off of him second base what you got second base in the al i got your boy marcus simeon texas rangers yeah <laughs> yeah you were you were right you were right you know a little surprising to me but i mean not shocking but Cattell Marte, he was just a few points over my boy, Ozzy Albies, but hey, he was up. So that's it. I got Marcus. I mean, all the credit to Streets over here. He said, grab him. He said, he's the man, and he is correct. <laughs> he does a lot of good, Simeon. That's why he was my number one ranked second baseman entering the season. Um like he doesn't eye pop you at all. Like he doesn't hit 300, doesn't walk a, like overly insane amount, only a 339 OBP, but he does enough everywhere, everywhere. 10 homers, seven stolen bases. So uh, 23 doubles. Yeah. For Simeon. So yeah. Pretty good start to there for him. Bakley, this is a fun one because I was waiting to see if he would make this because he didn't make it for first base, but uh, Luis Arias. It's not going to be mine either, and I'm cheating. And I, how do you not take the guy who's hitting almost 400 as your fantasy all star, especially when uh, you drafted him fairly early? I'd say probably top 75 in a points league. Maybe Roto, you probably went a little bit later than that. Roto league's probably well later than that, but he's still producing at a pretty good clip. Yeah, I. This is how I get more guys on here, though. So this is why I said I'm cheating. So my second baseman is Mookie Betts. <laughs> oh, okay. So I took Mookie Betts as my second baseman. 19 he's, home he's, runs, six stolen bases. Uh, he's still, yeah, he's still got second base. Uh, in slugging 5-12. So, yeah. So Mookie, by my little sleeper there, I, I wanted to cheat. That's the only reason I did it. I wanted to come on here and say I'm cheating and I'm considering him my second base all-star fantasy. Because if you, what tends to happen a lot is when you draft a guy like Mookie Betts, you could, you might find an outfielder and you might move Mookie to be your second baseman. Then. Yeah, for sure. Or shortstop. Cause he even has shortstop eligibility. So oh, it's I like, didn't even realize that. Wow. Yeah. So he's Mookie, the super utility player all of a sudden this season. Man. Yeah. So that's, I kind of cheated. That's a lot of value right there. And Nico was Bakley's wild card. He could be yeah. out there too because he's been pretty damn. He's been real good also this season, and he also has just shortstop second base eligibility. So he's been up there. Listen, uh, stay tuned, Bakley, because I might surprise you with some stuff. Yeah. I, I got you. I got you, man. Tino, fellow White Sox fan. What's up, Tino? Glad Someone to have else you in here. Someone else is miserable as I am half the time <laughs> out there, so that's good. Yeah, so just to recap as we go through here, I'm gonna I should have done it when we after we finish each position, but I didn't. So I just want to recap here your top ten at catcher so far this season. So so we don't leave guys out from who we voted for. Will Smith, Jonah, uh I'm Adley Rutschman, Sean Murphy. Elias Diaz, Salvador Perez, Dalton Varsho, JT Real Muto, Kiebert Ruiz, and uh, Cal Rally. So those are your top 10 catchers in fantasy baseball right now. Points leagues, guys. That's kind of how I, I tend to go with it. 
Yeah. Um, first base, Freddie Freeman, Matt Olson, Christian Walker, Luis Arias, Yandy Diaz, Pete Alonso, Paul Goldschmidt, Justin Turner, who has first base eligibility, um, Vlad Guerrero, Spencer Steer, Nathaniel Lowe, Josh Naylor, uh, in a hold on, don't listen to that. I screwed that one up. It's close. It's Freeman, Olson, Walker, Yanni Diaz, Arias, Turner, Alonzo, Schmidt, Steer, Vlad, Lowe, Vaughn, Paredes, Naylor, Lamont, Wade, Ty France. I know that's more than 10, but those are the guys that get you up to rank 10. So I figured I'd read them all. The NL has a crap ton of guys at the top of that list. Yeah, it's it's NL heavy right there. And uh, what You said his name. Uh, Christian Walker, that was a, that was a good pick. That was a good. I mean, during the draft, you could probably get him. He, what was he going? I think probably like the eighth, or ninth, maybe at most first baseman coming off. I had him like tenth or twelfth, I think, is mine. So yeah, he obviously returned more value than that. But I had yeah. guys. I had the Andrew the Andrew Vaughn breakout train like revved up and ready to go on that one though. So that's kind of why I. That's kind of why I had him back there. But we did mention, though, when we talked, we we said it when we did the first base show. We did a whole show on first base, I think. We actually mm-hmm. made that one on there. We said we like Christian Walker. So if you wait, yeah. you should have. Everybody liked him, though. Uh, Simeon, Betts, Marte, Albies, your guy. I was wrong on that one. So you can have the Ozzy Albies one. Mm-hmm. That, I had him in my bust column. That did not come to fruition. Uh, Nico Horner, Luis Arias, Jonathan India, Glebar Torres, Tommy Edmond. Adam Frazier, a little surprising to me. Did not really have did not think that he was gonna be there. I really didn't. I didn't I was not in on him this season. Uh Tato Estrada, Paredes, Bryson Stott, Maryfield, Garza, and Brendan Donovan round up your top ten ranking. I got it. some guys are tied, so that's why I'm reading more than ten, but any names they're not really the Frazier one stands out to me as the only real big surprise there. Yeah, uh, I'm glad to see uh, India back in form because last season he, he really wasn't, but I think he's going to be a good player. Now the fun one for you, shortstop. What do you got? All righty. Shortstop in the AL. I won't cheat. I'm not saying bets. <laughs> shortstop in the AL. I got your boy Wander Franco, Tampa yeah. Bay. That's In the NL. Shortstop. Hi, Mr. Blakey. Blakely. I got uh, Nico Horner. Oh, you made Chicago it. Look Cubs. at that. See? Yeah. Yeah, he's got 200 fantasy points on the season so far. So, I was good year out of him. him to be right there. Uh, I drafted him, but I, I honestly didn't expect him to be that good. <laughs> yeah, you were getting, you got him probably in the 150s or later. Yeah, I got him late. I, I, my my guy, I, I was sitting on Correa, and he got picked. And uh, maybe goodness. sooner in some leagues, but depending on the rules. But definitely wasn't a top hundred pick. No, on my board going in. No, no. <laughs> I agree on Wander. I have to include him. I have to. I have to put him there because I freaking hype him up so damn bad, and I chose yeah. him to win the MVP. Although he has, he's getting benched for. Learning how to adjust his attitude. So stupid, but I, whatever. <laughs> um, if we did good, bad, ugly, that'd be my ugly. 
yeah easily be my ugly just but i get it they're probably doing the right thing clear the kid's head calm him down a little bit teach him how to handle things a little differently uh he does have mvp in him at some point so that's kind of what you want to see and he's having a monster first half nine homers 25 stolen bases he's hitting 287 so 350 obp so kind of exactly what we thought yeah well and a little side note i remember before the season i didn't buy into it much at all but there was a uh, i was reading a report about him that uh uh, some of his teammates did not like his how he his attitude and stuff. Um, I read that before the season, and I was like, oh, whatever. And then this popped up. I was like, well, credit to whoever wrote that column. I can't recall. I'd give you credit. but <laughs> Yeah, I can see if he's – hopefully they everything works out there. Tell yeah, yeah. He's a young kid, and he has a lot of talent. He just needs to – Bakley's cheating now, Bichette and Betts. So he's coming in with a cheating code with bets at shortstop. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to not put the shed on there, man. For me, um, I it's hard for me not to put Tatis Jr. on there for shortstop. Yeah. You got a first round caliber player, which he was. Imagine if he didn't miss the first month of the season, because uh, you got a first. You got a basically a steal is what you got oh, if yeah. you were able to sit out that uh, the rest of that suspension. Because 286, 15 homers, 14 stolen bases, slugging 544, 17 doubles. This is all in only 241 at-bats. So <laughs> Tatis with a monster, monster first half, and he's done it in less games basically than a lot of these other guys have. Yeah. yeah. I love getting the discount. That was... <sighs> I guess it, I mean, it wasn't a huge discount because you still had to use a second round pick on him. But like I said, when you use a second round pick on a first round guy, it reminds me of 2016. Was it 20? Yeah, maybe 2016. Le'Veon Bell was suspended for four games and you were, you were able to get him at like pick eight or nine. When he should have been pick one, you people were like, no, I'm not going to do the four games. I'm good. So he slid back because I got him that season uh, a couple weeks. And he slid back to like the eighth or ninth pick. And it's kind of the same thing there. Like, okay. So you, plus I had D'Angelo Williams anyways that I got way later in there because I figured he'd be the starting guy. And he ended up just being just a monster when Le'Veon, when, when Bell missed time. So. Uh, didn't matter. we're now we're talking football on a baseball show, but it reminds <laughs> me of that though because he slid, so he, he slid just enough, but just an insane talent. Like he could be the number one overall player by the end of the season, Tatis. So yeah, the, the guys, and uh, every, every time I see his stats, and every time it just uh, it breaks my heart because I sold his uh, rookie autograph card I had <laughs> whenever he was suspended, and I sold it. I could have got way more money right now. Anyway, I, I won't talk cards. I, it just it hurts my soul whenever I see how good he's doing. I'm like, oh man, I should have just held on to it. Try being a White Sox fan. Mm. Can I? Can I? Can I? I know you like cards, but how about having him in your organization and then you trade him for James uh, Shields? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, mm. That's what it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick Hahn, baby. You know Rick Hahn. 
is the um sometimes may be good, sometimes may be shit. Whole other show. I don't want to soak my misery in just sadness on all of you out there. So top round out the top ten shortstops this year so far. Wander Franco, Mookie Betts, Bobuchet. Bobuchet, it's crazy. So Bobuchet does not run. He only has three stolen bases, but he's still the third ranked shortstop. So that tells you what he's doing everywhere else. 19 doubles, 14 home runs, uh, 41, basically almost 100 RBI plus runs already so far in the season, hitting 315, slugging 505. So good stuff from Bobuchet, even though he's not running. If he ran just a little bit more, good. More. Yeah, I always thought he would be a, more of a runner. Yep. I mean, so did I. But I think those days are gone. Um, Nico Horner, Fernando Tatis Jr., Francisco Lindor, Bobby Witt Jr., Tommy Edmond, Corey Seager, uh, Estrada, Stott, Luis Garcia from Washington. Hmm. Does that surprise you a little bit? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought that you have this on your bingo card that Luis Garcia, the shortstop from Washington, would have more fantasy points than Trey Turner. Definitely not. No, <laughs> I, I, I didn't have that. Any any player, any position player from Washington would be in a top ten in anything. <laughs> yeah, kind of. He's still only thirteen percent rostered. Just so everybody knows, the number nine uh, ranked shortstop only thirteen percent rostered. So he's a, he's widely available. So is uh, Bryson Stott. Mm-hmm. And. These are points leagues kind of guy. Although 13 stolen bases is not bad for Roto too. So uh Trey Turner does make the cut though. He comes in at 10, tied with Dansby Swanson. So mm. Trey Turner sneaks his way into the top 10 still there. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> he did basically. Trey Turner had more points at the WBC <laughs> than this season. That, that's, that's a that's he fizzled in the facts. right action at WBC. He's hitting 248, only a 305 OBP. Very un characteristic for Trey Turner on that one. Uh, only slugging 387, eight homers, 15 stolen bases at least. So um, he's tough. People aren't going to sell short on him. So it's hard to say go trade for him. Yeah. But I, but he's worth going for. He's worth throwing the offer out for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had, a, I had him on the good, bad, ugly list once. Maybe I, I need to do it again. Throw that, throw that, mo- that uh, bad juju off of him. <laughs> I would actually I'm actually impressed that you didn't include Ellie on this and just figure out a way to get him in here. And I've already been thinking about the actual All-Star game. I'm like, and I hope they like let Ellie in there, but then I it, it reminded me of back when uh, Puig was on fire and everyone wanted him in the All-Star game and they he didn't he didn't uh, qualify amount of games or whatever. So I figured that'd be the same same thing. Yeah, that this should. This is what this is what pisses me off about holding guys down, right? You gonna? There's no. There's no way you could tell me that he was not. He was not the best option they had entering the season, right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Which he he was. So this, I hate it. I just hate it. Holding yeah. these. It. I know they're they get bonuses now. The team, so there's like there's an advantage to bringing them up without killing the service clock, but they still some of yeah. these guys still they still do the service clock thing, so kind of pisses me off. But like we knew Ellie would have been phenomenally good, 
from this game right. there. But yeah. Yeah, see, that's the thing, though. So, like, the extra year control is true, but some teams are no longer doing it. Like, it's gotten better than it was before. I guess if that makes sense. Like, right. some teams are just bringing the guy up. Some guys are breaking camp now, like spring training with the team. So it's not as bad as it was with the year of control thing, but some of the teams still kind of do it. Or they dance kind of tiptoe around it. Right. The White Sox do not. Like that's one team I could tell you they're not holding guys back. <laughs> Some of those teams are they I don't know the exact rule either. And I don't want to just spit a bunch of bull crap to all you, but I do know that like there are some sort of bonus now for bringing a guy up early. I'm pretty sure of it, right? They get paid in bonus and all kinds of other stuff like that. That's part of that last CBA. I just don't know the the, the exact rule. So if you do help me out here. I don't. Bakley. <laughs> Bakley, <I'm, laughs> he might. I'm pretty sure there is. But anyways, yeah. So Trey Turner. Um, yeah, Trey Turner is having his best month so far yet, though, in June. So he is hitting 279 this month with 799 OPS. So okay. by far Trey's best month. That's why I say maybe he's turning it around. Yeah. Third base, buddy. Go ahead, let it rip. Third base in, in the AL. I got your boy, Jose Ramirez in Cleveland. You know J-Ram was going to make it right there. <laughs> he's, 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 he's steady. Uh, uh, he, he started off the year with just not as much pop as usual, but he's came around. It just took uh, going against some Astros pitching. Yeah, I think, what was it, uh, three homers in three consecutive days, or maybe it was four. I can't remember. Not three homers in a game, but, you know, home run, home run, home run, three days. And then third base in the NL, Mr. Spencer Steer, Cincinnati <laughs> Red. Did you have did that not, on your bingo card? Did not, did not. I did not even pay that much attention to Spencer Steer until, I don't know, maybe half a month ago. <laughs> I was like, man, this dude is better than I thought. And I mean, he's, I mean, he's, he's young, but uh, I mean, he can play multiple positions as well. So I was watching the game. He was playing in the outfield, and I was like, "Wait, who is that?" <laughs> so I'll start with my NL, and um, I'm looking. Hold on here. I was trying to pull up the the damn baseball savant page, but it's okay. It was like frozen on me. But I'm going to go Nolan Arenado as my third baseman. Maybe I'm a little bit biased there, but they're only they're within like 10, close to 10 fantasy points apart, I think. And um, Arenado has 15 homers. I think he had a couple rough patches this season, but I oh. think those are going to get past him. So I think he'll end up being the top dog still at third base for the National League. So, yeah, I'm going to take. Arenado, and then for, for for the AL, I, I I can't be different on this one though because he's like forty points ahead of everybody else. So Jose Ramirez earns it. It's not like a ten point gap between him. He's no. well over thirty points, I think, higher than the next guy. So it's going to be Jose Ramirez, two ninety three. Um, weird part is only six stolen bases so far this year too. Twelve home runs, six stolen bases. Um, Slugging 514, though. 
scary to think that there's a lot more to come out of Jose Ramirez too. Yeah. We haven't yeah. even seen the best of him, and he's already now that <laughs> rank there. So but I'll go there. Ramirez Arenado top ten. Ramirez Bregman. That's who I thought you were gonna say. Was it Bregman? Yeah. I figured you'd figure a way to just sneak him in there and just throw Alex Bregman out there because he is the number two ranked third baseman in fantasy. Yeah, he's so. turned it he's turned it on lately. He's turned it on lately, and that that's good since Jordan's out. But uh, but yeah, Ramirez is just thirty something points higher, so it's yeah. hard to you kind can't, of get. You can't, yeah, I would I, I would be mad at myself if I did that actually. <laughs> <laughs> and he's hitting two forty eight, but he is doing everything else, so that's kind of why he's also ranked the second. That kind of goes to show you though, batting average is never the telltale sign of everything. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, Yandy Diaz, Rafael Devers, Justin Turner. Bobby Witt Jr., Spencer Steer, Nolan Arenado, uh, Josh Young, Paredes, Austin Riley, and Brendan Donovan round out the top ten. Nothing actually that surprises me too much on that one, I'd say. Yeah, there you go. I knew it. See, he looked vaguely would figure it out. So the new system put in place rewards teams with extra draft picks if they promote their top prospects on opening day. So that's good. So I know some of the teams won't care, um, and they're still going to do it. So I agree with you on the whole service time manipulation thing. Some of them will do it. And what up, Devin? Throw them ones up for the trouble cheap. Good stuff last night, by the way. Bakley and Devin and Tim so, uh, and JD and Dylan. Everybody that's commented so far for us here, awesome job last night. So I forgot to say that. Um What was I saying? Uh, we just finished up. Uh, I just, my brain just went. Yeah, just like finished flat up line. shortstop. <laughs> beep, uh, beep. We were done, dude. <laughs> I, almost yeah. like a weird deja vu happened, too. Like, almost like I felt like I was in the, like I just came out of the multiverse or something sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> like the Thanos snap, but all right, yeah. I'm back. I'm back. So service time. So. All right, Bakley, thank you for that one. And then third base, yeah, nothing stands out. Nothing is actually that weird to me because we did talk about Spencer Steer. We did mention him as a uh, potential sleeper mm-hmm. early in the podcast. Josh Young was another one. And I we had I had I Paredes in my top 250 probably in my ranking, so I'm not that overly surprised with that when the season started. So not really anything stands and Brandon Donovan, where's my rankings also. So yeah, nothing stands out to me too much on that one. Um, except for like Machado being ranked 19th. Mm-hmm. That yeah. one might stand out more than anything. Yeah. a lot. <laughs> Outfield. All right. So Pick I got three. Four. Oh, you got I four, got, huh? I got four. I can do three. It doesn't matter. No, I could do four. I got four just since in uh, the leagues I'm in, they have four. So uh, in the AL, my four outfield starters, Kyle Tucker. I did get my Astro in there. He, he deserves it, though. Randy Arozarena, Adolis Garcia, and the guy I said I don't buy into earlier this season. I guess he's still doing his Alex Verdugo. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't looked at the stats lately, but I, I just looked at them earlier, you know, total, and I was like, man, 
Verdugo is still up there. <laughs> so that's my AL. NL. Got my boy, of course, Kuna Jr. Yes. Uh, but in, Carol and Cassianos, Verdugo, Rosarena, and Garcia. So Cassianos is the only one I don't have on my list out of them. I got Acuna Jr., but because the reason is I got bets in there. I got Acuna Jr., bets, Corbin Carroll, and Juan Soto. See, I can't use bets in my outfield, so that's no. See, I cheated, so that's why I because I have bets yeah. on my board. So did, and so did Bakley. Uh, honestly, Bakley, you <laughs> cheated as well. I mean, come on. <laughs> but yeah, so Acuna Jr., JD, Mookie, make sure you stay tuned. For- Game in yeah. with JD later tonight. Juan Soto and Corbin Carroll. Corbin Carroll, I was high on before the season started, but I got to say, I did not. I wouldn't have projected him to be. You know, he, he's probably going to be starting the actual All Star game. He's, I think, he's third in votes right now. So there you he, go. He knew what he was doing. See, I cheated to get Castellanos on. He said, <laughs> "Oh, okay. I see you. I see you, Mister Phillies." All right, mine. Yeah, that's that's what I got. Who man. were your AL again? Just run down them real quick. AL, uh, Kyle Tucker, Randy Rosarena, uh, Alex Verdugo, and Adolis Garcia. You guys are all out of your minds. Um, so my AL, obviously, George Springer. That trade, I traded him in Dynasty. That one doesn't look too good right now. Um, I kind of was rebuilding, though. I can't really. Can't really dwell on that now, but uh, Springer, a Rosarena, Tucker, and I can't believe uh, all of you are leaving Luis Robert off. I knew you were going to say it. I knew you were going to say it. (laughs) (laughs) I remember I talked, Tim laughed at me earlier when I said he's um, the whole MJ thing. That I read. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I don't even the one who said it, by the way. I, that was I saw that on Sucks Twitter. So yeah, but I thought it was kind of funny because he chuckled because yeah, it's kind of the he is kind of on just a insane player on a bad team. So that's that's the analogy there. But he's Luis Robert is top ten in F four in all of baseball. Then he just got left off on both of your damn things. And by the way, he's the he's the number two. He's he is ranked second. So he's tied with the Rosarena. Um, let's see. Hold on. Yeah, he comes in at two, is what this says. So he's right up there. Yeah, I don't know how my uh, how I'm so two sixty. He's hitting two sixty nine. Twenty one homers, or four stolen bases, um, twenty doubles. So yeah, a Rosarena does have more fantasy points though. He has two ten, so he is higher. But Luis Robert right behind him. So yeah, uh, Springer, Robert, Tucker. Um, and who else did I say? <laughs> oh, Springer, uh, or Rosarena, Tucker, Robert. So those would be my four if I have to give you four for sure. And then NL, obviously, Ronald Acuna Jr., your guy, your your favorite, your number one overall player who's performed like the number one overall player. Um, so, so Ronald Acuna Jr., Corbin Carroll has to to get a vote. He was, I mean, he he was drafted well within the top 120. So it's not like he, I mean, he was not really a sleeper. 
Yeah. And you had to use draft capital to get him. So it's just good to see that he is performing. But yeah, hitting 290. He's got 16 home runs and 23 stolen bases. Corbin Carroll on the air. Insane. Slugging 558, too. So what a monster season for Corbin Carroll. So Acuna, Carroll, Juan Soto, my guy. That's who I had as the number one overall ranked player. So it's actually good to see him up there. But he, all these guys are like a hundred points behind Acuna. Insanely. He's doing, <laughs> he's, he's doing what, you know, we knew he could do healthy, man. He, he's just, that's him. <laughs> and I have, uh, surprisingly he's hurt, but I think he, he gets, he's a little bit deserving. So Brian Reynolds from Pittsburgh. Yeah, because we kind of bashed him a little bit, but he's actually been pretty damn good so far. And you had, I mean, he was a top 100 pick that we weren't too on board with where he was being drafted as, but 290, eight homers, only eight homers, only eight stolen bases. Um, yeah, he's got he, 20 doubles, though. So, like I said, 350 OBP. So, so it's a pretty good half for him still. Yeah, he started off the year hot and then added some injuries. So, the back problems. He's kind of like the you you it's it works because you use Verdugo and I use basically the NL version of Verdugo and Brian Reynolds, right? Kind of the same, just a little bit more power speed out of Reynolds, but not much more. Mm-hmm. As Verdugo, more of the what does he have? Five homers, three stolen bases. So I don't know how he got. Point, I just still I still don't <laughs> trust him. He's great in the field. I mean, <laughs> he's hitting three hundred and he's got twenty four doubles. So that does yeah. help. So total that, bases wise, that's kind of what that green them. monster. It must be that green monster. He's just eating it up right there. Doubles up, doubles machine. Now for a very long list for your top ten, right? We'll get to it here. This is going to take me a second because a lot of guys are tied. But Acuna, Springer, Carroll, Betts, Robert, Rosarena, Soto, Reynolds, Verdugo, Tucker, Tatis, Trout, uh, Yoshida, Adolis Garcia, Judge, Soler. Alvarez, Nimmo, Edmund, Castellanos. Um, the weirdest one, I think he get uh, he got here because of DH. Sometimes these things are a little weird. Because um, Willie Calhoun, and I was like, there's no way. But he get the DH thing got him on that list. That's why I can tell. Julio Rodriguez, Stephen Kwan, Anthony Santander, who actually came on sh- strong later. Yep. Re- really rough starts of the season out of him, though. But man, I didn't even read. I didn't. I must have missed when he came back to life because now he's got 14 homers and hitting 271. Um, Dalton Varsho, again, Adam Frazier, the one I don't get. Here we go. Bakley's guy, Cedric Mullins, who probably would be much higher if he didn't miss time. But Cedric Mullins in 202 at bats, eight homers, 13 stolen bases. There you go, Bakley. 257, 351 OBP. Uh, Christian Yelich. Mm hmm. Look at that. We although I we had him kind of in our top 100 still, so I'm not that shocked. Yeah. That. Andrew Vaughn, Whit Merrifield, Lane Thomas, Lamont Wade Jr., finally Leone Tavares, the, the defensive stud. Um, eight homers, eight stolen bases, hitting 300. He's he's not high owned right now. You can still get him. No, he's only 20% rostered. Lamont Wade is still only 26. Yeah. Lane Thomas, Whit Merrifield, 45, 46. Like, 
Christian Yelich is still available in like 15% of leagues. So, so. <laughs> you, might, you might have some more to name, but if not, maybe I didn't catch it, but I, are you surprised that there was not one name right there that you went off on? Uh, Josh Lowe? No. He's 10. He was He's coming up. Because Guriel Jr., Donovan, De La Cruz, Lowe would have rounded up 10 then. So. Oh, okay. Well, I, I don't recall you saying Mike Trout. Oh, he was there. I said him. Mike Trout okay. actually ranks fourth. Oh, okay. Well. Uh... He comes in there. Yeah, 255, 17 homers, 365 OBP. Okay, um, there. Yeah. 50 runs, 41 RBIs, so that's probably why. Only one stolen bases. So. Did, did Julio make that that uh, J-Rod make that list? He actually did. I think he came. I could have sworn I said his name. Hold on. Now I got to pull the stand list back up. Uh, 240, 13 homers, 17, 17 stolen bases, 41 RBIs, 46 runs scored. I don't know. He didn't make it. Hmm. Oh, yeah, he did. I'm a, I'm blind as a bat sometimes. Pardon me. If I don't have these contacts in, good Lord, I should do a show without him. Yeah, he's he comes in. He still comes in at seventh, though. 17 stolen bases, 13 home runs. Usually is going to get you there with uh, almost 100 run RBI, run plus RBI. So regardless of your ratio, it should get you within the top 10. Around yeah. there, so yeah, so not that crazy. Nothing really stands out. We've talked about like Lamont and Wade Jr. before. You had him. You're probably gonna talk about him again. No, nah, I'm not gonna bring him up again. But you, I mean, <laughs> still he's, just, he's out he's, there for just saying, "Come get me." Yeah, sitting there for the taking, guys. Uh, but yeah, starting pitching. Starting give me your pitch. give me your roto. Uh, real, real quick, I did. I since in the actual All Star game, they're doing DH now. Oh, you got Sho- look at it. You went above and beyond DH. I, I had Shohei in the AL and in the NL. I had your boy, um, Mr. Bakley, Luis Arias. So I, I did manage uh, to get That's why I said you might want to listen up. So anyway, we'll get into the uh, starting. Yeah, I had pitching. Shohei and JD Martinez. So. Yeah. And Jay, good job yeah. on the Luis Arias because I guess you got to get him in there somehow. So that was clever. You should, and, and, I should do the, the same thing. On the, it's just, he's the same thing as Betts. It says on his, you know, it says DH on his position. So I was like, all right, I'll ride him. So AL starting pitching, my five. I just said this. <laughs> Shohei, uh, he's, a, he, he's in there. <laughs> Nathan Avalde, Garrett Cole. Framber Valdez, and it came down to a tied score. I took Kevin Gosman, but Shane McClanahan's right there as well. Uh, that's my five for the AL. NL, my boy Zach Gallon in Arizona. Very surprising. Next, uh, The next four players, next four pitchers I got right here are very surprising to me besides one. So – Starts off Zach Gallon, then Marcus Stroman, Mitch Keller, Spencer Strider, who, you know, we're good with that, then Logan Webb. 
So I was going strictly on points. <laughs> so I'm glad you didn't say something else, though. So I'm happy there. But those those are my five go. on each side. <laughs> so mine. This where it gets fun. I before I go I'll, here, you could say, Bakley says Yuri, Gallon Keller, Shane O'Mac, Avaldi. In coal, yeah. So I mean, right there with me, except for Yuri. I mean, Yuri, he'll probably make the All Star team. <laughs> you know. So mine, I'll go AL first here, and I'm gonna have Avaldi, who, who technically, is the is the top rank overall pitcher, because mm-hmm. if you take if you take the the batting points off Shohei, he's not. Not even like in the top ten, probably. I was wondering that. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I didn't take time to uh, do them. Yeah. Duties. Look, he's he's a cheat code though. You, you got to put him in. He the points count in fantasy. So like, I'm nitpicking when I do this, and everybody's gonna say you. Well, you you're being a quit being just a Debbie Downer nitpicker. So like, um, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna eliminate the points from when he bats basically for my pitching. So. No, that makes Shohei. sense. If I would have had more time, I would have I would have minus that, but I didn't look at it. I was like, ah, I'm throwing him in there. Show it. Yeah, I told you. Look, I'm I might be nitpicking here a little bit, but that's what we're gonna do. So, Avaldi, Cole, Framber Valdez, uh, Gossman, and Shane O'Mac. Those would be my my pitchers for the AL, and then my NL. Um, obviously Zach Allen is gonna make it on that one. Logan Webb, Spencer Strider, Mitch Keller, and uh, as crazy as this sounds, I'm gonna I have to put him in there. It's been a pretty good start for him this year. Marcus Stroman. Yeah, that's why I, I so, couldn't believe Stroman I had on there. I was like, eh, Justin thought- Steele does not was never gonna make it. So we tech, <laughs> if if we're using just like I have the fan graphs up too, so I've been using that and like Justin Steele is still an eighth in starting pitcher war. On fan graphs, and I just don't understand. It's just mind-boggling. Only seven point nine um, K per nine, and he's walking two. So I can see if you were like George Kirby with zero with the zero point six seven walks per nine. Right, like he doesn't right. walk anybody, but he's walking two per nine. He's only striking out seven point nine. Um, it's it's just wild how he's doing that with such that one pitch basically thing. So I'm glad he didn't make it. No, he did not. It was not in my, uh, not on my list there. Okay, relief pitching. Give me your bullpen. Uh, I'll be honest. I only did one. I'm not uh, not a big reliever. I just did one like a closer. That's all I'm going to do too, and then you can do your waivers. Yeah. So AL, I got Felix Batista for Baltimore. NL, I got Alexis Diaz in Cincinnati. Yep. Batista's got to be on there. What a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, half he's having. He's got 21 saves, a, one, a 123 ERA, already 248 fantasy points in basic ESPN scoring league. So, like, yeah, 74 strikeouts and in 36 innings. Bautista has been dominant. Crazy. So I traded him. That's how I got Wander Franco in that deal. That was oh, I traded Felix Bautista and Tim Anderson for Wando Franco. The Tim Anderson part has not worked out for him so far this year but right um 
but Bautista has. Mm-hmm. So he hasn't he wasn't it hasn't been destroyed on that trade yet. Although Wander has been really good for me. I still feel like you won that one, bro. I'm not even just trying to kiss I up. Know. No, <laughs> well, if, if TA gets back like, to normal here a little bit, yeah, then yeah. he then the trade works out. It can even out. Um and it's close. I think Alexis Diaz is deserving. Um what so is Camilo Duval. He's right up there also. He's got 22 saves and 49 strikeouts and 35 innings. He's been really good for San Francisco as well. So I just want to say his name before we move on. I know Alexis Diaz is a 191 ERA and 21 saves on the season so far. 56 strikeouts. So he's he's been up there. David Bednar had a, was off to a really good start on the season. He's only got a 150 ERA, only 15 saves too. So uh, he fizzled out a little bit. But I also traded him. That's why I was talking about him. You could, I could have cheated, by the way, again, because yeah. I could have said Spencer Strider as my <laughs> relief pitcher because it is fantasy yeah. baseball all stars. And Spencer Strider technically is still relief pitcher eligible. And he's got 231 fantasy points. So, yeah, I could have cheated and used him, but I didn't because I used him as a starter instead. So, but he, he is dominating for people who have him in a relief pitch spot. So, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Waivers and we'll get out of here. All right. Waivers, my friends. All right. Starting off about position players. Got Jordan Westbro, shortstop for Baltimore. He is 6.6% owned. They're just bringing him up. He, uh, I think today might have been his first start. He's, you know, another young Oriole. Uh, he's got good exit velocity. He K's a little bit, a little too much, but uh, you great prospect. Uh, Adam for your middle infield. All right. Next up, had this guy on here before. Then he got injured. Kind of uh, been a trend with him. Royce Lewis, shortstop for Minnesota. 10.6% owned. In his last seven games, he's slashing 458, 480, 750. He had two home runs, four RBIs, and a stolen base. He has the tools, but can he stay healthy? Pick him up while he's hot, drop him while he's not. Joey Votto. Joey Votto. I had to get it in there once. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I saw you smile. Uh, Joey Votto, man, who thought that you could throw? He's almost 40 years old, right, onto waivers. First base, Cincinnati, 15.9% owned. But his last seven games, which is his season so far, it's two, slashing 278, 435, 778, three homers, seven RBIs, four runs scored. And his homers were not cheap homers. Two of them were further than 415 feet. So, uh, you know, pick him up while he's hot, drop him while he's not, because, you know, they're still trying to get Incarnacion Strand up there. Uh, got Mikel Garcia, shortstop Kansas City, 6.4% owned. Speed is this man's game. He's uh, finally lowered his K uh, percentage recently to about 8% in his last 12 games. Uh, his last seven games, slash 333, 379, 444 with a homer, four RBIs, Four stolen bases and five runs. This guy steals a lot of bases, all right? Keep an eye on Luis Matos, outfielder for Sam Fran, rookie, 9.6% owned. Uh, 
He hit his first homer since his call-up earlier this month, uh, this past week. He has a good base on ball to K ratio, 6-3. to So keep an eye on him. Not saying Adam yet, but you might want to just in case somebody else has the same idea. I'll get to my pitchers real quick. And guys, hate to do this. I'm not being lazy, but I'm throwing out the same pitchers I said last week because a lot of people did not did not pick these guys up, and they did exactly what we thought they would do. Number one, well, I, I, I would number one. I'll go with the guy that I would want the most out of all three of these is a. Uh, Brayden Be- Bellow, starting pitcher for Boston, 10.8% owned. Last week he was 16% owned. So people have been dropping this guy after he's just putting up steady games. Uh, he played against the White Sox this past week, went 6.2 innings, gave up six hits, one on run, one base on ball, and five strikeouts. He's got a good matchup coming up against uh, Miami. Then we got Brian Wu, starting pitcher for Seattle, 7.3% owned. Last week he was only 2.7, but I'd, uh, I'd, I'd go ahead and add him. Uh, last week against New York, he uh, went five innings pitch, two hits, zero own runs, five Ks. He had a no-hitter going into the fifth. I think it was um, Anthony Rizzo hit, hit, got a hit off of him. Uh, limited, they, they might limit his innings in Seattle. There's, uh, I've read that, but, uh, but you know the line. Pick him up while he's hot, drop him while he's not. All righty. And my last guy, my last – oh, and also Brian Wu, he is facing uh, the Nationals this week. So there you go. Another good another good matchup this week. My next one, old man, Mr. Wade Miley, starting pitcher Milwaukee, 10.7% on. Last week he was 9.2%. Against Cleveland this week, I uh, had 6.1 innings pitch – or six innings pitch, three hits, zero on runs, zero base on balls and three strikeouts since he's not going to get you a lot of strikeouts usually. But he's going against the Mets Wednesday. Not the greatest matchup, but he's been solid. Uh, He left early due to some cramping in his last start, but he was perfectly okay, not a big concern. So go add all three of these guys. I mean, the Mets, they have some bats, but I trust that there's such little pitching out there that Wade Miley could help you out. All three of these guys could help you out, not only this week, I think season long especially uh, Bella. But that is my waiver ads for the week, and thank you. All right. So speaking of Bello, you can go to bloodlinenetwork.com. You see it on our thing here. I'll just do this so it blinks on your screen. Bloodlinenetwork.com, bloodlinenetwork.com, bloodlinenetwork.com. It's where you can go and check out all of my written stuff because I Bello made an article early in the season. So go ahead over to that website, and you can read about Bello because I did talk about him then. Uh, Blake, where can they find you real quick? At Big TX Baseball on Twitter. At Big TX Baseball. You can find me there. Blake, you're doing some giveaways. I've been doing some card giveaways. Um, I have another one coming up. And uh, y'all be excited. All you have to do is follow me at Big TX Baseball. Follow the Bloodline. What is it? Uh, the Bloodline ENT on Twitter. Yeah. And Good like job. the tweet, yeah, and like the tweet, you, you know. Uh, easy, easy, be- easy, breezy, huh? Yeah, easy, breezy. I mean, easy, if you want to retweet it, that's great. That would get us some more. That would get you some more help. But uh, yeah, we have another one. Uh, the last giveaway was a uh, Cal Ripken card with the game used bat memorabilia. Or was it Cal? No, I'm sorry, I said Cal Ripken. Cal uh, Ripken. 
no, nah, it's not Cal Ripken. It was a. Uh, I was going to say Bob. you gave away a pretty hefty card there. Then. It was Wade Boggs uh, game use bat material. I love so. Wade Boggs, so that's good. Yeah, but yeah. All right, you know where to find me. That's at streetsathon at twitter.com. Also, uh, we talked about it before. You can find all the written stuff at thebloodlinenetwork.com. And if you're watching now, if you're make sure you like and subscribe uh, below. If you're not watching on YouTube, head over there, like and subscribe for us. And you can also check out this podcast in the audio only version on all of the major audio platforms, speaker, Spotify, Apple Music, um, all the major ones, like I said. So you can find this on audio only. You can find all of the bloodlinenetwork.com shows audio only on there also. So make sure you stay tuned tonight. For, we got more coming for you right here on the Bloodline Network. Just like we do all week long, we have more coming for you on the Bloodline Network. Um, we will see you next Monday again for Roto Slappers Fantasy Baseball. Blake, you got anything else? No. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Make sure to tune into all the shows on the Bloodline Network because they're going to keep you entertained all week long. We'll see you. Peace.